into the contest. It's Tuesday, the 1st of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by Shane Lee. How are you, Shana? Timmy, I am fantastic. And I believe you've been uh, down at some horse sales, mate, perusing some horse flesh. Yeah, well, Inglis are one of the big sponsors of Racing Dreams, a show we do on Sky News. And uh, so I go out to all these sales and do crosses, TV crosses. And, and it was really interesting in Melbourne yesterday. I had the opportunity to talk to Gay Waterhouse, who's obviously an extraordinary figure in the mm. industry, full of energy. But also a really interesting point was Harry Grant, of course, the Melbourne and Queensland superstar in rugby league, Cooper Johns, Matty Johns's son, and Tyrone Wishart. So all these people, Wishart, <laughs> of course, Rod's son, they went in and they've bought a racehorse. So, uh, well, they're getting paid well then, aren't those boys? Yes, well, <laughs> it's an interesting area because you don't have to be a multi, multi, multi to get involved in it. You can just spend a little bit, but um, yeah, you've got to love the horse flesh, that's for sure. We've got plenty on today. Now, Warney, he's put his hand up to coach England. New Zealand cricketers, did you see that catch? It was just off its head. And FIFA has come out and said Russia is banned from the World Cup. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. So, Shano, warning, hand up to coach England. Look, he spends half his time there. I wonder whether this would conflict with a few of his TV contracts because he's usually commentating over there. Yeah, I'm not too sure whether Warney's actually serious about this or just getting some more headlines like he can do very well. Um, would he make a good coach? Oh, I believe he would. Um, he has a fantastic cricket brain, and uh, we all know um, he uh, sort of Captain coached the first ever IPL team, the Rajasthan Royals, to the first IPL win uh, many moons ago now. Um, but I, I can't see him really committing to a full-time coaching job. The big the big uh, sort of one that I think he won't get this job behind this is Andrew Strauss, the former England captain and opening batsman, is really, really good mates with Justin Langer. They both played together at Middlesex. And I just think if Justin Langer wants this job to take over the England um, coaching role, he'll get the job. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, having spoken to Ian Botham at a function a few weeks ago, who's also on that advisory commission, you, you'd think that uh, Justin Langer's in the framework. Well, how do you reckon Warner would uh, put the curfews in place? <laughs> well, I'll talk about that in the, uh, in, in the war story at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, he, he's a very, very different approach. But um, from a cricket brain's perspective, uh, he would get the best. But I think he'd be really conflicted in trying to do his media roles and also um, sort of maintain a, a sort of a quietness in the change rooms and, and not be outspoken about his players and the opposition. Tell you one thing that I watched last night was the Australian story on Glenn McGrath. And it went – first time I've really seen him um – talk really, really openly about um, the death of Jane. It was mm. it was fascinating. It's like everyone was watching from afar, weren't they, when it was happening and thinking how hard it would be. But you really got a indication of 
of what it was like for him. Yeah, it would have been really, really tough. And um, anyone who's lost their partner, it'd be a really, really tough thing to go through. And and particularly when you've got two little kids and you're trying to still continue your, your own career as well. Um, yeah, really, really hard. He, he's a, a super person, Glenn McGrath, and um, has always been a, a real gentleman. And, um, and we know he's a fantastic fast bowler too. Yeah, absolutely. Love the guy and uh, the boy mm. from Narromine. He's up in North, no, not North Queens, in the Sunshine Coast. So he's probably having to deal with a fair bit of rain at the moment. But uh, <laughs> if you're listening, Glenn, a very big hello from us at Afternoon Sport. Now this tour of Pakistan. Now the Australians are over there, and, and they're saying it's pretty much like any tour. And uh, they're big words to say because they haven't been there for 25 years. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think Kawaj is sort of saying it's very similar from his perspective um, to any other subcontinent tour. Um, he's mm. been he's toured India and Bangladesh, uh, where pretty much you could find to um, your hotel room or the the restaurants within the hotel, apart from when you're training or playing. So I think that's the sort of um, correlation he's trying to make between this tour. There is serious security around. Um, you see the streets aligned with armed guards, uh, just mm. making sure that the players, when they go to and from the grounds, are protected. We all know what happened over there, and I think it was around 2011 when the Sri Lankan um, team bus was shot up. Oh, yeah. It hasn't been a tour since. So, um, But they're over there. They seem in good spirits. Uh, they've got some really good um, uh, thoughts around how they're going to approach things. But I think Kawaja will open the batting, um, and he'll play, and they're currently in Islamabad, so he's actually staying in a hotel 10 minutes away from where he grew up. So uh, it'll mm. be quite a mixed emotions for Usman Khawaja. Yeah, from where, from where his family uh, spent a lot of time, mm. of course. Now, um, did you see that outfield catch, that New Zealand outfield catch? It was just extraordinary. I, I love these things. Like, I always think of the John Dyson catch at the SCG, which I think, to me, is still the greatest catch I've ever seen, where he, he dived back and we found out later he's a former soccer goalkeeper. Yeah. This was a fantastic catch uh, by Will Young, uh, the New Zealand. Um, he, was in, he was in the outfield, sort of deep mid-wicket. The reason why this was a fantastic catch, he was actually – uh, the ball sort of got almost past him, and so he was running. Mm. He was running away to catch the ball. He just threw out his left arm. Check it out on YouTube, and uh, yeah, Will Young, and he took that fantastic catch. It reminded me a lot of the Ben Stokes catch in the 2019 World Cup, very similar. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, just diving, running away from him, and uh, sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, for Will Young, this one's stuck, and it's an absolute beauty. Well, Ash Barty, Australian superstar, is ticking off uh, her wish list as she goes by, particularly on the tennis court, but she's doing it often as well. Look, Ash Barty can do no wrong in my eyes anyway. Mm. I think she's a fantastic uh, tennis player and ambassador. Um, she's been named as Tennis Australia's First Nations ambassador as well. So she's just spent the last couple of weeks in Central Australia um, actually learning more about her Indigenous roots um, and understanding her culture more, um, but also spending a lot of time with young Indigenous kids hitting balls and, and doing some coaching as well. So she's giving a lot back. Um, she's a very, very busy girl. She gets back on tour now, but... Uh, I think it was really what she said. It was really grounding for her to do this and um, get back to understand where she where she's come from, and uh, and to give back to people in similar circumstances to her. Yeah, she's a delight. There's no yep. little question of that. Now, look, FIFA has uh, been criticised by many, particularly over the last few days, about holding uh, holding the ground too long, sort of, um, you know, not making a decision quick enough on what would happen with Russia with the World Cup as Grand Prix were cancelled and um, other things were banned and the Champions final moved out of St. Petersburg. But they've come through and, and, and look, they had to do it. But uh, look, it's, a, it's a, a, a positive step, I think, in this whole sport 
rewarding thing is that they've banned them from the World Cup so and banned them from any international football for the time being. So um, that that's just happened. That's a big thing in, in mm. you know, because you, you, you look at the story and you see all these photos with bosses of FIFA and, and Putin next to them. Um, but that, that leads to this little moment here, quite emotional, very emotional, really. Ukraine footballer Roman Yaramkuk, uh, when he broke down in tears. Yeah, he's 26-year-old uh, striker, came off the bench um, for Benfica. And uh, and the crowd, being Ukrainian, the crowd uh, mm. were cheering and applauding him. And it just got too much for him and he couldn't hold back the tears. So very, very emotional. Um, I've looked at some of this footage online and you know, what's going on over there. And uh, mm. imagine if you had your family was there. Um, it would be very, very hard to, uh, to even imagine, let alone to watch. Yeah, absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, very, very emotional. Very, very emotional to watch. And sport um, sport brings that out, of course. Um, alrighty, there's stacks more to come here on Afternoon Sport. We've got all the latest to NRL, AFL and much, much more. What about West Coast? Um, look... You know, a very difficult position uh, that both West Coast and Fremantle are in because of the the government situation and the rules in Western Australia. But some are saying after this pre-season from hell, uh, West Coast, this wonderful, amazing West Coast season is almost over. Yeah, big call from Xavier Ellis, a former player, to said basically they need to almost um, start again with their, their playing list. Uh, look, they've had a number of issues. Firstly, they got flogged by their hometown rivals, Fremantle, by by ninety seven points. So that was that looked ugly, and, and Fremantle aren't a great team either. So um, that's just goes to show where where West Coast is seeing at the moment. Look, they've had their issues with Jack Darling. Um, that's almost he's almost gone AWOL now um, due to not want to be vaccinated. Mm. Um, but the injuries everywhere, mate. Luke Shuey injured, um, Jamie Cripps both injured, and then Brad Shepherd had to retire in the off season due to a number of concussions. And then during the match during Fremantle, Don Sheed, um, Elliot Yo, and, and Campbell um, Chesser all got ankle injuries. So, mate, they are just absolutely decimated on the park and uh, you know, a ball hasn't been kicked in anger yet. Yeah, and with all the dramas that they're going to face, no doubt logistically it's going to be very, very tough for them. Now, mm. the St. George Illawarra Dragons, and you speak more specifically about the St. George Dragons, they've got such a high-profile supporter base. Guys like, obviously, John Howard uh, tops the list and he's paid a, a huge tribute to rugby league immortal Johnny Raper who had his state funeral yesterday. Yeah, Johnny Howard, I, I love Johnny and uh, he's a great Saints man. And um, just the economy of words that Johnny Howard can use and be so effective. He said about um, Chuck Raper that uh, he says, you've, uh, you've treated many lovers of the game of football of rugby league, but more, more importantly, you left behind a legacy of remarkable Australian sporting character. Mm. And I think that just sums up Chuck Raper um, in, 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 a, in a sentence. And uh, yes, he was an amazing footballer, but he's left behind a legacy you know, of true sporting character and, uh, you know, very, very well said, John Howard. Yeah, and um, absolutely. So that, that happened yesterday, the state funeral for uh, one mm. of the greatest of all time, Johnny Chook Raper. Now, looking at the, the footy itself, and of course our hearts go out to everyone affected by the floods in, in Queensland in northern New South Wales, and that Warriors-Titans game was called off due to that. Uh, there was a game played in Sydney, and I tell you what, from a football point of view, if you're a Bulldogs fan, I think you've got a lot to worry about. They had a draw against Newcastle last week, but the Sharks really flogged them. And it's that defence again, Shane. Um, they've bought all these players, book Gus Gould in, but I, I don't know how much better they're going to be. 
Nah, I, I think uh, my prediction of them losing the first six games in a row will come true. And I think Trent Barrett will be sacked around round about round six, mate. So uh, yeah, they they looked uh, they didn't look great last night. Other thing we did say that uh, Fitzgibbon would bring some real rigor to the mm. Sharks, and he's done that. They 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 look sharp. They they really did. Their forwards were going running hard, and um and they moved the ball quite well. So they're, they're going to be a big improvement this year. Will they be in the top eight? I'm not sure. They'll, mm. they'll be there and thereabouts. I think. Yeah, I reckon they'll make the top eight. I really do. The Sharks okay. now. Uh, LeBron, the crowd turned on him. LeBron James, the great LeBron James. LA at the moment after winning the NFL, mate. They they expect a lot of their teams, and uh, LeBron James. Yeah, the crowd did turn on him. They lost. Uh, they're currently sitting twenty seven wins with thirty three losses. They've lost uh, nine of their last twelve games, um, and they're just not playing well. And there's a good chance they'll miss the playoffs. And uh, when you've got LeBron James on your team, and 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 Westbrook, you're paying these guys serious money. The uh, the crowd expect a lot more from them, but they're not, they're not playing very well at all. Nah, and, and looking at motorsport, just to, to wrap it up before, I want to ask you about this very interesting Shane Warne story. Scott McLaughlin, <laughs> he was brilliant out here, of course, in the tin tops and the supercars, and he's gone over there to America, and uh, he's done well. He's a talented guy, isn't he? Very talented. Like To win uh, three supercars in Australia and then to go over and win the IndyCar, um, is a massive uh, achievement, and uh, no, yes, he's still driving a car, but they're very, very different sports, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's going to change where he sits uh, financially, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now we we mentioned at the the top of the podcast about Shane Warne possibly um, putting his hand up to coach England, but uh, you have some memories of when he had a, a interview with Australian cricket about becoming. Um, yeah, you tell me more. <laughs> well, it was at the time when uh, so Mark Taylor had left. Steve Waugh was captain of the one day team, and um, and they, 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 they weren't going to announce who's going to be the next test captain. Um, it was down between Shane Warne and Steve Waugh, uh, and I believe interviews took place. Now, I, I played a number of times under Warney in the one day team when he captain when Steve Waugh was injured, and he's a really, really good captain, and he would have been a, a fantastic captain. But obviously they had a number of issues. So apparently what happened in the interview when Warney went down there, the first thing the Korea Australia board said to him was, listen, we've got a few issues. He said, I'm going to stop you there. It's about the rooting, isn't it? <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to cut right back. <laughs> now, I don't know whether that happened or not, but uh, it, it's a bit of a folklore story uh, around. But, um, yeah, he, was never, he wasn't given the job as Australian captain. But as I said, he would have been – his brain, cricket brain is sensational, but uh, keeping things together off the field, probably not so much. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Main Haircare. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. But of course, our producer, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.